Welcome back to the show. It's We Are Live. Chris Demon, Travis Sorrell, and Trumpy Bear in the uh, guest seat. If you missed last hour and you're watching live, you can go back and check it out on YouTube or Facebook. Comedy tonight, Gastro Pit, guys. 8.30. We've got five comics. It's free, and there's barbecue, people. Mm. Free comedy Thursday every week, thanks mm, to Jack no, Daniels. Travis, you could uh, get up there on the mic and tell everyone you're a hero. That killed. But that's not what it's about. We have a triumphant reading that we'll start the show with by Mr. Travis Terrell. Am I a great American? Okay. Of course. There it is. Did I save a life today? Absolutely. If you're an attractive woman and you're looking for a hero, am I the guy? Definitely. Do I want your body? Probably. Should you shower, shower me with praise and love and hugs and possibly sex? Mm -mm. I would. Should I run for office? Mm -mm. Maybe I will. That's hot, that's hot, that's hot, that's hot. Yeah. Ah, that's hot, Chris. Ah, that's hot. That's hot. Mm. Ah, spicy, spicy coffee. Spicy. What Spicy coffee. I thought hot. It, the temperature was hot, mm. not the. Blech. Is it? Did you put sriracha in it? Mm. Spicy. Is it hot temperature wise mm. or hot mm. like it's curry? It's like spicy. I don't. Mm. Do you know what spicy means? Mm. Pretty pretty spicy. I don't know. If, I don't know if you know what spicy means. We know you don't know what hero means. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's that's quite true. <laughs> <laughs> found that to be um, apparent. I, I hope my heroism is recognized by uh, the newest Americans uh, that will be joining our beautiful country what? here very soon. I don't know if you saw this, Chris, but... Don't you... Do you kind of always, like... Do you get, like, a sick feeling in your stomach when he starts in like mm -hmm. this? Well, I would like to be the first, certainly on this show, to welcome Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and that beautiful Archie to America! <laughs> That's right. This beautiful couple is deciding to do away with their senior royal duties. Oh. And hit it out on their own, Chris. They're going to they're going to do this whole life thing. Get this without the help. Oh, the royal family. Oh, is that right? Oh, how about that? They're going to denounce all their stuff. Well, they're start... not. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. They're not so denouncing it. The help. Look, look, look. So look he's now. Just, Hold on now. He's just Hold Harry on now. now. Hold on now. Yeah. It, it's like a. It's like a royal gap year. Is he? Is he have a sign? <laughs> Indefinitely. Does he have a is sign? He going backpacking through <laughs> North America. <laughs> yes. They're going back awesome. to the urban streets of America. Harry can Who only be a sign. He can be addressed as a sign now. I cannot wait. Until Harry opens up a fedora shop in Vegas, huh? and uh, and, and I Megan's got like a self help line of lotion. That and then she's gonna have like a bachelorette party series, where mm. she's like a host, and she like oh for the exclusive princess package, you can have me Meghan Markle host your bachelorette party. Think about the money she would make doing that. Are they gonna mm. have a reality show here? <laughs> oh, now that's the thing. They. That would go against what they, I think, what they've been discussing over the last few months. Uh -huh. It's kind of, the rumor has been out there for a while now that they wanted to separate themselves from 
the family. It it just there's been the British tabloids say there has been a that um, was I thought that was, I saw it was John Beebe in the room for a hot second, mm. but essentially the tabloids uh, have reported that Megan and and her husband they just have been at odds with certain traditions and things that they should do certain protocol, um, and that has rubbed the Queen. Uh, the, uh, a yeah. funny way. The queen, though, loves uh, uh, being Prince. the queen. She well, she loved oh. being that as well. But I think it made more sense now. Uh, now that the queen is older, it looks like obviously Prince Charles, uh, maybe sooner than later, will ultimately take over the throne. Obviously, Prince Harry uh, will never uh, become the heir. So there is. Well, a, he could. I've I, seen King Ralph. Oh boy. Like anybody could really point. get it. That's a good point. That's a good documentary reference. I'm yeah. glad you brought up King Ralph. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh, good for them. This is very cool. Uh, this is the internet apparently blew up at this announcement. It's uh, I think they've been discussing it for almost half a year. Are so Americans more just... infatuated with the royal? Family oh or the man, British? we're up there. We're we're definitely up there with it. We love, it, especially with the Crown and its success on Netflix. We love the royal family. Man, it has been like a renaissance for them. This is man. We are into it. Because, I mean, democracy, cool, but as you can see, it can also be a pain in the ass. Well, so I sometimes mean, it's good to go, hey, monarchy, this ain't bad. Especially when you ain't have, you don't have any power. Yeah, but that's not really a monarchy anymore. Uh, yeah, but still, for appearances, that's kind of the best part, though. You can be a king and queen without all the icky responsibilities. So what do they get the money for, then? Just for being who you are? Yeah. That's something. Yeah, essentially. That's weird. But I thought this was smart because they can now come to see now when you're over in in England, you are the biggest stars. There's no one bigger than you. You come to America, you ain't even you you don't even have the biggest YouTube follow. Like you're, you're there are influencers that are more important than you, so they can truly blend into the background and just be. They can be the eighth most popular celebrity in Malibu. No what one's if, gonna bother what if they them. They start a rivalry with like the Kardashians. Now that would be smart. That would be a strong play, but. Look, Hollywood already loves them. Um, they have a, uh, they have. I think their friends, a close friend with Serena Williams and her husband. Um, so she, they, and Megan obviously from the states. She know what time it is. It makes more sense. And look, let's be real. Some of the tabloids over in England were just a little bit. They were going too far. Some of the things they were saying about Megan like were what? just. They were just being very, very ignorant. What did they say? So it's uh, my beautiful man. It's not princess. Doesn't Prince Harry did. Okay. You don't know. You don't mean. think the queen looked at him and said, "You are the weakest link." I, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Who do you think the queen is? Do you, do you, do you think that was the queen? Oh, they better that was, do the voiceover. Okay, yeah. uh, I don't think that was the queen. I uh-huh. think she was just an actress. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh. Hey man, that's kind of look. That's kind of look. That could have been the queen. It's, was that not the queen? But that, that's Prince Harry's. What about. proof do you have that it wasn't the queen? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't have any proof. All you have to do is look it up. Yeah, so I don't. I don't that would have been your sounds proof. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I don't want you to intervene in this conversation that we're having. I'm excited though. Are you guys? I I hope they throw a party, a house party specifically. Um, one, I also had a cookout that would really oh, ingratiate themselves that, with mm-hmm. everyone. Brought my hot sauce. In an extraordinary move, and after spending six weeks away at a multi-million dollar 
both whole in Canada. The couple said they wanted to take a progressive new role and leave their roles as senior royals. The couple said they wanted to make their own money, adding they will now split their time between okay. the UK and North America. Unprecedented statement, they said after months of reflection and internal discussions, we have chosen to make a transition this year and starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family. So are they junior members now? I guess so. And work to become financially independent while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. It is with your encouragement, particularly over the last few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment. We now plan to balance our time between the UK and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the Queen, the Commonwealth, and our patronage. Mm. Makes sense. Does it? Hang out in North America. I mean, they got, they got spots in Canada. They got spots in Cali. I think they're going to be okay. They're going to be just fine. Lovely couple. I yeah. enjoy them. I, 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 they're, they are delightful. And that son of theirs. Oh, delightful. So adorable. Little, mm. little Archie. What a great name for little Blake Griffin. Little Blake Griffin baby that's going to be. Oh. It's going to be a Blake Griffin British baby. Is that huh. why you really like it? No, I'm, I'm just doing the math. But yeah, good okay. Now we have it. You love Blake Griffin babies. I do love you? Blake Griffin babies, boy. You know how I feel about Blake Griffin babies, man. Yeah. Especially when I'm shooting the club up up top, Chris, huh? No? Okay. Oh, That's my first is. one of 2020. There it is. See? Nice job. Huh. The hero so we didn't ask are. for, Travis Terrell. <laughs> the hero you did The hero not. we didn't ask for, <laughs> never will ask for, yet somehow <laughs> we end up with. You're welcome. Oh. Somebody's got to do it. Do they? Yeah. Now I had a. Yeah, it feels forced. Like I, you don't I, have to. I, I, but I feel like I need to. Somebody needs to speak up for my girl Meghan Markle. She's had a rough. Um. <laughs> she, 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 and I think. Are you going to intervene? Man, did she, you intervene here, or did you tell someone else to go do something? In this instance, yeah. No. Okay. I don't need to. But I'm glad you're bringing up my heroic moment of the day. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Share that with your friends. Let your media oh, friends I will. know that I did this, that I, I went out of my way to be a hero today. I will. Let them know. <laughs> um, I wanted to save this for a great American race next week, but it just cannot wait. Okay. I can't hold on to it this long, Chris. I'm sorry, because this is just such a hilarious story, because the headline is, is just beautiful. Coach John Bayline apologizes to Cavs, says he meant to call his players slugs, not thugs. A mm-hmm. uh, story broke yesterday. Uh, I guess during a film session, the Cleveland Cavaliers head coach, uh, John Bayline, former Michigan basketball head coach. This is, is his first B-line? year. Bayline? 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 Okay. Uh, are, you com- are you combining Bayheim and Bayline into mm, one thing? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. It's not that important. Oh, well, we figured it out at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, of course, he was—he spent many years, of course, at the University of Michigan. This is his first year with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's been struggling to connect. There are stories before this one broke yesterday that he's had a, a, you know, trying to connect on that level with professional basketball players. Huge transition from college basketball. He's been struggling. Had a film session yesterday, and during that film session at, in the hotel, uh, I guess he said his team was playing. Uh, you guys had stopped playing like a bunch of thugs. Slugs. Um, he, he set the word thugs in mm-hmm. the film session. Slugs. Uh, to which uh, the room apparently, uh, <laughs> a large hush came over the room. Uh, a couple players, it was reported, uh, uh, kind of left the room a little bit disgusted by what he had said. 
I guess his coaching staff brought it to his attention. I guess, according to Beeline, he didn't realize he said it. He thought he had said slugs because of the sluggish play they had been showing previously. Uh, once he realized that he had indeed said the word thugs, he then uh, called up his players individually uh, and told them that he was trying to say slugs. And according to Beeline, he said the players understood. Uh, I haven't read anywhere as of today comments from Cleveland Cavaliers players. I don't know if this will continue to boil over. I'm, I'm willing to give, I don't know. I was sort of kind of willing to give Beeline the benefit of the doubt, but that is a, oh, buddy, that's a weird slip of the tongue. Mm-hmm. That is a weird slip of the tongue. Now, I know um, mistakes happen. I, for one, certainly know about misspeaking. I have done it my entire career, uh, so I certainly sympathize there. However, this is a, uh, whew, man. And the reason why I'm willing to give him just a small sliver, uh, because the guy, I would imagine, I would think that a man that has spent majority of his career working with young African-American men, that he would know better and would be conscientious of, saying something like that uh being a head coach university of michigan college basketball and now the nba i would think but man i've never heard chris tell me if i'm wrong i've never in my years of coaching and my years of watching the game playing the game i've never heard a coach say you guys are playing like a bunch of slugs i mm. and it, i've never heard i've I, look and i've had coaches Look, I've seen coaches from all walks of life here in St. Louis. St. Louis, one of the most segregated cities in America. And I've seen them from the Hill to Chesterfield to St. Charles. I've heard them say a lot of things. I've never heard a coach say, you guys are playing like a bunch of slugs. Yeah, I've been talked to like that. Have you heard a coach say to you, you playing like a slug? Yeah. A slug. I'm sure. A slug. I, do you want me to say I'm asking you. A coach has told you, I'm Chris, pretty, you guys are being sluggish or you guys are being slugs? I, I've been called a slug. Okay. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if he says it in his everyday That's life. That's a good one. He's an old guy. I'm a slug. I mean, he's an older guy. It's not out of the realm. It sounds like a reach. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know if he. It's, it's, no, you're right. It's not out slug. of the realm. You're right, and I think because it's not out of the realm, I don't believe he will. I don't think he'll be terminated. And again, unless terminated. No, I'm just saying. I'm, here's, here's why I say it's. You, this is is one. It's always been a players' league. It's been a players' league for decades. Sure. It's certainly more so now. It's also a very socially conscious league, uh, and they're very very sensitive and, about unless these. Unless it comes to shoe sales, well, in it, China, maybe another country. That's not here or there. Mm-hmm. Fact of the matter is. A lot of black players played the game in the NBA. I think mm-hmm. the league is about close to 85 to 88% black. Uh, and they are very socially involved. They are very sensitive to the description. We saw how sensitive LeBron was when Phil Jackson just referred to his crew as a posse. Uh, so, uh, and I look, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not one sitting up here calling beeline racist. I don't think I've heard anyone. And again, I'm not on Twitter, but I don't think anyone's even suggesting that. I think people are a little bit skeptical behind the slip of the tongue. Now, if he had said, oh, man, I was, I was tripping. I was out of my, I was tripping. I said, the, and, and maybe he realizes that by acknowledging he said thugs, his career as an NBA coach is likely 
on the line, potentially over. So maybe that's why he conjured up this. Oh, no, I said slugs. I didn't say thugs. I said slugs. So maybe he's hoping that that's convoluted enough to keep him around. Um, but I think ultimately it's in the hands of the Cleveland Cavaliers players. I think the way they yeah, respond I, to the I matter. I would agree with that. I would say however they respond to it will ultimately determine whether he'll remain as coach of the Cavaliers. Yeah. And only they, I think, in that moment, I think they should be the ones that ultimately decide, you know, whether to believe him or not. Because you have to play for the man. You know, if you believe he was – if look, if I'm a, another NBA player, if I'm on the court, I'm using that against them every fucking chance I get. I was like, oh, yeah, how's it like to be uh, playing for the uh, your massa? Mm-hmm. You bunch of thugs. If mm -hmm. I'm an opposing team, I'm throwing it in your face. And Cleveland and those players are young. So maybe they're like, man, no, nah, he didn't mean slugs. He meant thug. Get him out of here. So we'll see. But I thought that was fine. I've never heard someone say, oh, look at those slugs over there. I mean, unless they were actually slugs over yeah. there. Yeah, what if they're <laughs> slugs? Get the salt. <laughs> Get the salt. Yeah. What do you think, Gar? Do you think the slug? I mean, you've, you've been around a lot of basketball. Like, and I know there's a slip of the tongue is very possible. But slugs, have you heard this in any sport around any coaches? No, but I don't know. how it. it okay. What I do know is that individuals have ways of talking themselves. True. So that's, I don't know if he's used it in the past or something like that, like as a bunch a of slugs. Yeah. <laughs> because bunch of someone slugs. might. Slugs is People good. talk like that. Yeah. Um, now, it's an interesting slip of the tongue, yes. But like you said, I don't think it really matters what we all think right it's it's a player's league it's a player's league the players were in the room mm -hmm. they understand the context right. of everything that was going on the coaches do as well right more than anyone else it's going to depend upon them that that's where i definitely agree with you okay um i have I don't know if I've ever been called a slug. I've, I've just, I'm trying to honestly think. and I He's and an older fellow. He's though, old, he's 66. So like, I've been around older coaches too, older than Beeline. And I have a friend who uses colloquialisms like, like, like phrases that I would never even think to use. Like, I was in the National Guard. I kept, you know, you never saw the Russians cross, get across Belleville. Or like, oh, that's as funny as my dead brother's funeral or something like that. And they use these phrases that I would never think to use mm. or words I would never think to use. So I don't know how Beeline talks. Slugs is a curious one, though. Slugs. But look, he's, he, he, I think what also saves him is that the Cavaliers have been playing poorly. They have been playing, quote-unquote, sluggish. Yeah. So it's not as if it was completely out of left field. Correct. So I, I'm, again, I think ultimately... Yeah, if the players say, yeah, we believe you, coach, then I think that's the end of the topic and we move on. But, um, man, I, I, I've been around it. the game of basketball for a little bit, especially recently, and I, I, and you're right. Coaches from all walks of life, all generations say things differently. Uh, and Lord knows, even when I was a coach, I said things that even the players were like, huh? Uh, but uh, as one would imagine. Uh, you make that, and then you eat Rihanna's ass. I'm like what, mm -mm, coach? Yeah. I don't think that's a play. Yeah. Um, but it, that, that was the. I think. I think if anything that caught everybody by surprise was the explanation. And I think again, if the players buy it, we move on. If not, oh man, Beeline may have to call a career. Yeah, he took it serious enough to contact them individually. 
I don't. Um, I didn't like the statement that they were all okay. I want to hear the players first before yeah. you tell me that they're okay. Yeah, that's fine. I don't. I don't. I, you don't get to be the guy who says the offensive thing and then tell us, "Oh yeah, I told them. I apologize, and they were cool with it." Ah, wait what a if minute. That's what they want. Ah, the players have their own voice. Like I said, it's a players' league. They they're on Twitter five seconds a day. If well, if do that's they, do they all go on Twitter and talk about? It? I don't think they did. I think they're. I think so it's then they pro- may have came up with a. I think there may be an in-house thing. And maybe right now they're thinking, what, what is this? What, what did we hear? They're probably, if I would imagine, today, this morning, thinking, what, what, how does everyone feel? Before we go and start screaming on Twitter and talking about heads should roll, how, how does everybody feel about the situation? I hope. That would tell me they don't think heads should roll. Or they I, take his word for it. No, I think, I mean, it, each individual. Here, here's the thing. If they're not okay with it, and who said that they were okay with it? Right. Who, uh, who said that? Beeline said in his okay. statement when he was if saying they're not that, okay with it, then it would it will now come out. Yes. Because if yeah, you say if you're speaking saying. for others, then there will be an issue. So they're going to be and actually by saying that it will force an issue. Yes. Simply because well no 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 I'm not okay with it, and now I'm going to talk. So right. like so. We'll find out soon enough. Though, yeah, I, I would imagine we'll find out very soon. I w- yeah. They're going to probably uh, That's not do media that, availability yeah. before, I believe, the Cavs game tonight. And so I would imagine that a journalist at some point would put a microphone and, and a Kevin Love's face and a Sexton's face. Kevin and say, Love? That's uh, a player you'd go to? Well, he is the highest paid player on the Cleveland Cavaliers and the, essentially the face of the organization. Well, somebody yeah. calls me a thug. I don't give two shits. But Kevin Love, Kevin Love knows. Kevin Love, he grew up in L.A. But he grew up that, playing with a lot of... I just think I just think that would be the same as talking. I mean, wouldn't he's the one person I wouldn't ask. I, I think as the fu- reason love makes sense is because there's been reported friction between love right. and beeline. Right. So with that being the case, but maybe, he wouldn't be one of the players who would be offended. I think he can, but, but I think he would have the temperature of the room, right? And but also, what, but we just, but we just said we didn't want to that we wanted to get direct impact from the players I, who would be affected by I'm, it. I'm saying if you want somebody well, to... Well, he is affected by it just simply because he's the face of that team. Right. So he's still the face of the team. And, you, like, when anything goes wrong, within, like in, especially in hockey, who do they throw out? You're throwing the captain out there to talk, right? The Petrangelo out, right. So no matter if he's not the... Like, indirectly, he'll be impacted mm-hmm. simply because he's the face of the franchise right. as it stands. So you're going to want to hear from the face no matter what. Is he particularly the type of player you want to hear from? No, not necessarily. But you're you're going to want to hear from the person that's kind of the leader in that room, um, no matter what color they are. All right. And then again, I like I'm willing to. And again, I'm willing to. I I, I would find. <laughs> I, I I just think even in 2020. And in a day where we, you know, we hear everybody in every position say a little bit of everything, I just, I think, I'm, I want to believe that Beeline just simply long hours, like a lot of coaches have, and he meant slugs, and he just, look, got caught up in the moment. I'm willing to give him that because, again, everything about, and it's all, and I always say this a lot, it's always about context. Uh, at least I have never seen Beeline caught up in anything of this matter mm-hmm. throughout his very long storied career. So I'm not going to sit up here and say, well, that's how he's always thought. No, we don't have any evidence, at least nothing that I have seen documented that shows that he has a history of behaving like this. And I would find it very difficult in the state of Michigan to recruit Michigan basketball players from Detroit area 
if you have an issue with blacks. So I think this was potentially a slip of the tongue. I call me naive, but again, I think ultimately at the end of the day, if the players are like, it was cool, we move on, or no, nah, we need to. Mm-hmm. This guy's got to go. So we'll see. Slugs, though. Interesting. Well, what That's it a good, is, it's a good fallback. What it is, is that, and I've never really liked this. It, it reminds me a little of, I'm going to compare it to with Bo Pelini in Nebraska, mm-hmm. where, okay, it's an issue. We're done with it. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. Even if it gets, let's say it gets to that point, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. If things record wise don't hold up, then when they let someone go, they call back to incidents like this as part of the reasoning. So what it has done is given like someone, hey, we put this in the back pocket, even if we do move along, and if we get to a point where we need to let a guy go, we can even bring this up as part of our reasoning. Right. That's right. that's what it could end up being. Right. I've never really liked that, but to me it seems like one of those that it blows up enough to where you get to the powers that be, get to back pocket it and say, we might need to use this at some point. And it could be, to that point, Gardner, this could be a moment where, like I said, there has been friction at the beginning of the season, Chris, between these young players and this new college coach who's now at the age of 66 is jumping in to a head coaching job in the NBA. And there are a lot of young guys on that Cleveland team outside of Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love. And like this was some of the fear people sort of had about an older college coach taking over the reins of an NBA team because – that is a complete culture shift. You're the man on a college campus when you're a head coach. You're not even the fourth most important person in the locker room when you become an NBA head coach. Um, they're a bit like, just think about it. I, I don't know how many how many people even know that Frank Vogel's the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, everything is so centered around the players that a lot of people were wondering if a guy like Beeline, who has spent so much time in college, being the man and micromanaging everything, could he make the adjustment? And before this incident, he struggled. Uh, there, and like I said, Kevin Love was literally on the court a week ago, pouting on the court. He was so frustrated what was going on. We're talking about Kevin Love, potential future Hall of Famer, just pouting on the court because he was so frustrated with what's going on. So he may have been losing the locker room before this incident. So this may ultimately be the straw that breaks the camel's back. I am willing, though, and even in the crazy world we live in, to think that even Beeline knows that, ah, no way is he out here being that flippant. I would, I would like to believe. I'm, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt, Chris. See how you're welcoming me? I'm, I'm a hero. You're a hero. And I'm bridging our communities. You're welcome. Displaying. Take that, Trumpy Bear. Heroism constantly on this show. <laughs> Why, why, why are you, why are you, what? what? Nothing, nothing. No, just show what you display. That's okay. all. Heroism. Speaking <laughs> of heroes, Justin Bieber's coming to St. Louis. Hello. Is he? It's official. It's going to take on Benny. You heard about this? Oh, yeah. I don't know when, though. Skills challenge. I don't think it's then. There, Is that what this. it said? Because the last update I saw, it was going to be in the off season. Is when they said it would be likely. Now that's that's the last thing I had read, and of course you saw Bieber yesterday reveal that he's been yeah, dealing with Lyme, Lyme disease. disease. Yeah, because I guess he felt the need to make that public because people had been asking him about how he looks or something. 
When's the last time you guys got Lyme disease? I try to try to keep those ticks away from me. I remember when I would play in the woods as a child, my mother would make me go into the bathroom and I'd have to take all my clothes off and look for ticks. You got to really make sure you check areas too. Oh boy. I would love for Beaver to come to St. Louis. You check the taint. If Beaver came to St. Louis, I'd be pretty excited about that. That would get me to come out for the All-Star game. I would. That's what it would take? Yes. So if he if he didn't. All-Star game's the 25th. Yeah. So is he, is he coming to the All-Star game, or is this going to be set up some no, other time? No, I haven't said it. Well, people are saying, that's what Bennington was saying. It's like, come on, let's let's do this. Um, and then people are trying to get him to come for the 25th. That yeah. would make a lot of sense. The last thing I saw said it was more likely to happen in the offseason. Okay. And that they had talked about uh, that, I guess, Bieber's and the Beliebers, um Got a tour probably this year, or does have a tour this year, right. coming through St. Louis in July. So then it would make sense possibly then to do something. Yeah, I think. Uh, no details on when it will happen, but Bieber performs in concert at Enterprise Center July 13th. I would generally okay. possibly, that should be at the end of deceiving the Stanley Cup, should it? Yeah. All right. So or then, after that. Yeah. After so that would be a good time. Maybe he comes out to Centene. To the brand new facility in Maryland yeah, Heights. it could be something like that. Invite the fans over, raise some money. Maybe in order for you to get tickets, all the funds go to charity. Oh. So that would be a pretty pretty smart play. I, I give Bieber credits. If it's one thing, um, I know we, we, we say enough about these type of celebrities, but the guy does put his money where his mouth is. He does involve himself in his charitable adventures. So I, I think see, this is pretty cool. I didn't this know is, that. Yeah. Hey, I'm one of the believers. It's Bugatti Bieber, as I like to call him. Why you call him Bugatti? He's, he's, he's clean. That boy clean. Boy. What's Bugatti mean? Bugatti, man. He just pff, baller. Is that what Bugatti yeah, means? Yeah, man. Bugatti Bieber, baby. He's smooth. He's a baller. He big time. Where Justin does Bieber's. Bugatti come from? Uh, like the car. What's a Bugatti? I don't That's know a, what a Bugatti is. It's a very, is. very, very expensive car. They're generally, I mean, they start around $250,000, $300,000. Ma- is it Bugatti who makes uh-huh. them? It's uh, Leotis Bugatti. Who? Uh, Leotis Bugatti. That's a lot of people don't know that. He, uh, he uh, runs a, a Bugatti shop. Bugatti shop? Mm-hmm. Leotis. Uh, East Memphis. A lot of people don't know that. Oh. East Memphis. That's where this all began. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. No. I bet. Uh, do your research. Okay. I will. I'll look up Bugatti. Mm-hmm. And let's see what we have. No, you don't got to do all that. You ain't got to do it. look the internet today. Did, you guys, did wow. you guys see the All-Star uh, jersey release? I did. I saw the practice jersey release. also saw the billboard there floating around. France. On... Oh, shit. I uh, saw so the billboard also promoting, um, I think, Perron as the final player to, to, to for fans to vote him in. I think three blues are currently going. Is it Petrangelo, uh, O'Reilly, and Bennington? Mm-hmm. I got that right? And then, Good. of course, Craig Berube is going to be coaching one of the divisions. Berube. And then, uh, so Perron could be the fourth member. I see TJ Oshie may get some love, too. Oh. Uh, from the, that'd be really cool for him to come back to old uh, Enterprise. Be fun. Fans can shower him with praise. It should be a fun weekend. Blues are playing very well. They're at the top of the Western Conference. Um, right now, they would be the number one seed. They're coming off a of Stanley Cup. This is going to be a fun weekend in St. Louis. Uh, January 25th. We had our good friend Carl's Lawrence in here yesterday, mm-hmm. and she illustrated how the it's the NHL thing. So you know, a lot of the details I think will start to roll out here in the next couple of weeks. 
uh, but it's uh, it's all NHL. So that's probably a reason why Bieber and Bennington couldn't arrange anything the, over the holiday, over the weekend of the All Star game because it's it's a complete NHL production. But this should be fun. I'm excited to see it. You can vote NHL.com/vote. And you Things are on the up and up. I hear. I even hear like this is going to be exciting because I hear the aquarium. And the restaurant and Union Station has been a huge hit. Looks like it. So that's going to be big now. And the timing couldn't have been better. So now you have all those new food shops down by Union Station, which, of course, is right down the block from Enterprise Center. Mm -hmm. So when fans arrive from all over the world to enjoy the all-star festivities, they're going to have a lot of fun here in St. Louis. I've heard nothing but great things about the aquarium opening so far. It's been apparently a three-hour wait. I'm going to try that soda shop. Yeah, I heard the soda. I heard that's been a wait as well. This has been like... People literally lined up around the corner. So go ahead, St. Louis, with your bad self, starting off 2020, trying to trying to stunt. I see you. And go across the river by marijuana. Hey, man, things on the up and up. And shout out to the Collinsville location when it comes to marijuana. A lot of Illinois stores are having to briefly shut down because they are running out of product because it's been so massively popular. Yeah, Collinsville. Collinsville store, they've been like, we prepare for this, baby. We, we know St. Louis. We know rationing. how y'all roll. They've been rationing. They have been rationing. And they have, like Hilarious. even some of the things on their menu – uh, they have purposely kept off from being available because they knew something like this would likely happen. Um, so shout out, man. Look, I love it because today, or excuse me, yesterday, I saw the Missouri governor talking about, we don't have money to prepare these roads. And I just laughed. I'm like, Illinois, we'll probably have some here soon. Southside Tone wanted me to start an Operation Pothole mm. and uh, involves the selling oh, of pot yeah. to fix potholes. That's good. That's where I the like money that. could be dead. I like that. I like that. Put a marijuana leaf over all I the... I like Thank you. Yes! So that we get the message out there yes. that this is what is fixing your roads. Very smart. Is marijuana. Mm-hmm. Is the pot. So pot for potholes. I like it. I like it a lot. So we could start a campaign. Maybe that's the campaign that we start to kind of facilitate, to you know expedite the process here right. of bringing recreational marijuana to missouri yeah maybe that's how we sell it because it's not just you know it's okay you know i'll decriminalize it's this is how it should be we need even more of a branding of a marketing point and maybe that's the point we go with right maybe we launch that campaign tomorrow i i found it interesting too the governor of new york chris como he um uh, Andrew Cuomo, I'm getting him confused with Chris Cuomo. Off yeah, CNN. yeah. Andrew kind of like, wait a minute, that's not Andrew Cuomo, who is of course busy watching CNN last know, night. Excuse me, my liberal bent. Um, but he, when I was uh, in New York, he was hell bent on being against recreational. He was a person that people were like very surprised that uh, as a Democrat governor of New York, mm-hmm. that he was very reticent to expand recreational so marijuana. A lobbyist had been hanging out with him. <laughs> Apparently. Because yesterday he announced that he is absolutely rolling out the red carpet <laughs> now for the state of New York to go forward with recreational marijuana. So, I, yeah, I don't know what has happened in the six months since I was last there, but apparently, as Chris alluded to, somebody got into his ear, showed up at one of his fancy dinners, and now all of a sudden, a recreational guy. marijuana could be coming to New York in 2020. The, the thing oh, is, like, we just keep dealing with it on a state level. They just need to do it federally and just get it over but with. That's, but here's, and that's the thing I don't understand. Like, if you're saying that this election is going to be on the thinnest of margins, and, and the, you know, everyone who's and the quote-unquote no analysts think it's going to be a close election, no matter who the Dems nominate. 
if that's going to be the case, then would you look at issues that are overwhelmingly supported by both Democrats and Republicans? And the number one issue that is overwhelmingly supported by Democrats and Republicans is marijuana. So I'm curious, why wouldn't a guy like Donald Trump simply go, bitch, it's legal. If Donald Trump can unilaterally call up a strike to kill an Iranian general, mm -hmm. you're telling me, oh, Donald can't just simply go, sorry, uh, marijuana, legal, all 50 states. Who's going to stop that guy? Well, and to that. be honest, who well, on MSNBC that. is going to argue against that? I mean, there's not one personality because everyone's saying, you know, the Democrats they hate, oh, hate Trump. They'll hate him no matter what he suggests. There's not one voice on MSNBC that oh, would stop would they, this. Yeah, they would find a way to spin it. Well, yeah, if he like and now if he. Hey, he needs to do this because of this. That's true. all you have to do. True. Well, true. But I think that would be not, a smart political play. Now you would argue against the point or right. what you're doing. Right. You would argue the motivation. You right. would spin it towards the motivation. But my thing That's is... That's simple agenda but, drive. But I think not only do you then change the subject in many regards, you take an important issue off the table from Democrats. That's a huge issue that could ultimately drive a lot of liberals to the polls in 2020 in a lot of states because Illinois obviously won't be the last state to put forth a ballot issue that allows recreational marijuana on a state level. So you would imagine there are a lot of other states considering this too. What a play it would be for this president to simply go, oh, just take it off the table. Federal marijuana for everybody. Yeah, if you do that, hold Trumpy Bear. Give me that Trumpy Bear, Chris, if you don't mind. I'll do it here. That makes it a whole lot better oh, when you go. do it that way. Hey, Libs. I know we haven't been getting along. Like ever, or at least since I used to attend those Clinton charity events. Uh -huh. But look, meet me halfway. What if mm -hmm. we just go ahead, add a little green, make a little green. It'll be beautiful. Marijuana for everybody. Uh -huh. Take that, Pocahontas. Oh boy. Take that, Larry David. Uh -huh. Suck on that. Liberal media. Uh -huh. Trump the best. Okay. Let's see. Nice. Thank you. That was good. It would have been more real if you would have slurred some of the words. No, though. sorry. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, anomalous. Anom anomalous. Anomalous. Okay. Right. Much better. Huh? Get it all figured out. God, they, uh, uh, that would, you know how pissed off Democrats would be if Trump did that? Like, they, you were, like that would be. That would literally be genius. I tweeted at the president this morning. What'd you tweet him? Oh, please, God. He tweeted out 47 minutes ago, U.S. cancer death rate lowest in recorded history. A lot of Please tell me he did not take credit for the lowering of the... Oh, God, please tell me. Coming out of this administration, and I said, do you have the windmill cancer death rate available? Oh, no, that's... Come, don't do that. That's not funny. Come Why? on, Trump. Don't do that. Don't. Come on, man. You can't just one day, just one day. Can you not stop, man? Don't do that. That's fucked up. That's. Yeah. So that's all. Come on, man. Come on. Y'all go. Cardinal, why did you tell me that? I stay on Twitter for that exact reason. Yeah. Why did you do that to me? Because of that. Oh, a boy taking credit for lowering. 
I, I need to correct myself, too. Let me read this Bugatti thing from Wikipedia. Okay. I'm sure it says Lyotis Bugatti. Bugatti was a French car manufacturer <clears throat> of high-performance automobiles founded in 1909 in the then-German city of Malsheim. Mm, typical. Alsace by the Italian-born industrial designer Ettore Bugatti. Mm. So I just got confused here because I see France, Germany, and Italy all involved in this Bugatti. So As I wait, and where are you reading that from? This is on uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia? You racist as hell. Mm. Why? Are you going to sit up here? That gibble garble. That what? That gibble garble. What's a gibble garble? Not that mess you just read right there. A mess is gibble garble? The mess you just read was gibble garble. What's a gibble? Yeah, you know what it is. I don't. That's why I'm asking. Oh, it's, it's what you just read. Is that, is that a hero's word? That's, that is what words heroes use because that was bullshit. Leota's Bugatti. In East Memphis, and actually 1900. Gibble is in Pokemon. That's typical Germans. They steal everything. Why do you like stereotyping so much? It's easy shorthand. It allows me to be lazy. Yeah, you don't like when you're stereotyped. Nah, that's different though. Why? God. I'm more tired. So when you stereotype me... Mm-hmm. That exhausts me. But you guys have the stamina to endure it. Okay, it's, it's, you guys, we just need, let us have six decades of us oppressing white people, and then we'll be even. How about that? Just pass that legislation. I don't think we get six, 60 years. Allow us just give, give us 60. Give us a, six decades to oppress you, yeah. uh, and then we'll be even. Sold. Thank you. It's a pretty decent deal. You're going to call him a coward now? I don't know where that went or how that's going to go. All right, I cool. hope it works. I don't well. plan on being here for six decades. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's I'm going to check out by decade two. Yeah, I sold you all out. <laughs> I am a sellout. That's a way to do it. And it was quick. <laughs> you, did, you didn't hesitate. No. You did, he did not even, he didn't want to hear any additional terms. Yeah. He was done. When he, heard, when he heard the years, he was like, ah, I'm only going to be around for half of that anyway. Yeah. So I can make this work. I can make that work. Yeah. Well, would that be smart. a deal? If you guys, if you, do you think there are white Americans who would say, all right, you can't talk about race ever again if we give you 60 years to oppress us. Is that a deal that you being inside the white community would be willing to take back to your leaders? I'll wait. They don't want that. They don't want that. Because they, they're afraid of how you would oppress them. We would do we'll we would do things differently. We wouldn't do exactly the same things you guys did. We would mix it up. Huh? Yeah. We would... Uh, how would you oppress? Well, first, the first thing I would do is introduce crack to your community. I've tried crack. Uh, your thoughts? I don't remember a whole lot of it. <laughs> exactly. So that's what we would do first. I we remember would, it feeling a little <clears throat> like menthol-y in a way. I don't know. I think the thing that would absolutely piss you guys off when we designate all American golf courses as cookout spots. Oh, God. That's just rude. Do that to uh, St. No Louis Country the Club. Game. I know. I'm just thinking about the idea of just thinking. I'll join you for the St. Louis Country You want to see a rebellion? You want to see uh, the South Rise? <laughs> Why would black people start? Turning those golf courses into cookouts and basketball courses. You can't, you can't be on the green like that. No, we on the green because yeah. we got green. If you know what I mean. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Um, 
And then we're just going to probably just start locking up white people because, I mean, what else is our, are we going to do? Just lock us up? Or yeah, we'll find a reason. We'll make something up. Oh, my life was in danger. He was resisting arrest. Though I'm in jail for six months. Oh. That's it? That's all you got? Uh, we'll probably also cross the street when you guys are walking towards us on uh -huh. the sidewalk. Uh, we will probably eliminate baseball. You guys, and I'm sorry. And we're just going to start a second basketball league. Oh. Yeah. Uh, NBA The Deuce. The Deuce? We'll have a sequel to the NBA. An NBA, uh, does it need a sequel? No, well, why sequel's not? sequel's usually not as good, right? <laughs> why the hell not? Hmm. And, uh, and then, of course, we're going to have a dress code. If there's one thing my community is about is dress codes. We're going to make sure you guys aren't leaving the house looking up, man. We go, shoot. You better get familiar with your cleaners. Okay. God. Yeah. But I'll go into more detail for Blackuary. Oh, will you? Um, I just reminded myself I need to start preparing for Blackuary. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, uh, I'm sure you're going to have quite the presentation. Oh, man, it's going to be good. You have a tough one to live up to with Cocktoberfest and with how much of a success that was. That was very successful. What I'm also offering... Uh, I'm willing to submit uh, an amendment where we extend the show by another 15 minutes in February only because I only get 28 days. Now, Gardner got 31. Now, to be fair, I'm not asking for more days. I'm asking just for more time on the show. No. So I am going to file that amendment. We will, we will bring it up tomorrow because I want to bring the amendment. I want a vote because I'm all about democracy, baby. We can do a vote. Gardner, you can argue for or against. Chris, you can do the same. And then we bring it to a floor vote. We send it back to the committee. Make some more amendments. Bring it forth one more time for one last vote and hope that... What if it's declined repeatedly? Because I'm going to have to go to the big guns. I'm going to have to go... You're going to do the nuclear option? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go get the big boy. You get the trophy bears on your nah, side? We'll see. It's an election year. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Okay. A lot covered today. <laughs> We're happy with the work we put out there. Well, <laughs> okay. Big thanks to uh, St. Louis Counseling Services for backing the show. Check out stlouiscounseling.org online for their services and the podcast Mental Health Matters. Also, Tech Electronics makes all the lovely equipment in here work just fine. And you know what else they do? They hire you. If you have a tech background in the St. Louis area, they're looking for great people. Check it out online, Tech Electronics. Family-owned, eight locations throughout the Midwest. Guys, anything else before we get out of here? I want to play I want to play a game tomorrow. Okay. Um, involving the office. Then I'll just give you a little sample here right now. I'm going to pop up on the screen. Okay. Uh, it looks like there's this GIF that uh, hmm. you use. It says you're stuck in the car for a long road trip with three people. The first three people you stop on is who you're stuck with. Who do you get? Who do you get? kind of... Ryan? Andy? Oh, this is a brutal road trip. And Michael! <laughs> oh, my. That's a brutal road trip. I that is even. the worst. Oh, that is... Oh, my. That's terrible. I can't think of a scene where the three of those two are together uh, alone. Gosh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. But So we can get into it, that oh. just a little bit tomorrow. Oh, we'll talk about it. That'll be good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow. I believe comedian Ian Finance is going to come by at some point. He's with David Tell this weekend at Helium. So we'll get into that. For Travis Strell, for Chris Gardner, Trumpy Bear, we're back live tomorrow, 8 a.m. See you then.
Peace, beautiful peace.